she was like, oh, well, why don't you just, why don't you just fly? And I like, didn't want to explain to her that I'm a crazy person and have to take all this shit so I can get my spot in line. So I was like, yeah, I'll look into plane tickets. No. Also flying is expensive. Even if it's just a 45 minute flight to LA, like I can't. Can we back up? You just said, you just said, I couldn't let my therapist know I was a crazy person. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Blair. And I'm Kirsten, and we are Mediocre Mediocre Content. Content. Nailed it. Yeah. I feel like it gets better and better every time, honestly. It does. We're improving. We're doing well. Yes. We're doing good. Experts. All right. So... (laughs) All right, bear with us today, you guys. We're we're in a weird space today. <laughs> it is a weird space. I'm tired. You're tired. The room is tired. Lynx is having a bath. It is what it is. <laughs> Lynx is having a bath, aka licking himself in the background. <laughs> Lynx is the cat. <laughs> I would just like to reclarify. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. I'm glad it's over. A new one's starting. You've got big plans this week, which is exciting. Yeah, those those are secret plans. I'll let you guys know on the next one Absolutely. how it goes. Secret plans. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's see. What I didn't really have anything specific I wanted to talk about because I was like scrambling to get here today because. Kirsten texted me at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and was like, hey, so do you have time to do this at, at well, at her time, it was like 11.45, but my time was like 8.45. I got up at 8.15 and saw her text message and was like, oh, well, I guess we're doing this now. And I had nothing written for this episode at all because I thought I had more time for the, till the afternoon. And so, and then she texted me and or called me and was like, hey, just so you know, we can wait. And I was like, cool, cool. Uh, now that you're up and ready to go, now you may not be ready to go. <laughs> you don't have yes. to. Yes. I was so ready. So I was able I was able to take my time on this episode where as at first this when I woke up this morning, I was like, okay, well, we're just gonna wing it. We're just winging the episode today. <laughs> Isn't that kind of what we do with all of the episodes, uh, to be fair? Though? I mean, sort of. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like, you know, we we try to at least like plan it out. You know That's what I mean? True. Like we That's don't, true. if we were truly winging it, we would just get on here and like talk and that could <laughs> potentially be very dangerous. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> um, but with this episode, as always, there's the disclaimer involved. <laughs> yes, of course. So um, <clears throat> as you guys know, we're not experts on anything. Today we're talking about crystals, as you could probably tell from the hilarious episode title <laughs> that I love so much. Um, <clears throat> so we're talking about crystals and every article that I, that I read was like, there is no scientific evidence to back up the fact that crystals support healing. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a lot like the aromatherapy episode where we, you can use this as like a complimentary thing. If it makes you feel better, that's awesome. Like we totally support you in that. Um, but I don't, 
want it to be construed that we're giving medical advice when we are not giving medical advice. Okay. Certainly not. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, and we are the place we, we're going to introduce this topic. We're going to go over a bunch of stuff and I'm really excited about it. Um, and if you guys want to look more into it, you know, definitely do that. Absolutely. Always do your own research. That's like the biggest thing with I think pretty much all of our podcasts. So just feel, feel empowered to do your research. If we, if we had a slogan, it would be do your own research. <laughs> and it sounds kind of mean, but it's, but it's, it's true. It comes from a good place. You know? <laughs> do not trust us. <laughs> we, we should not be trusted. No. <laughs> we're half, we're half awake today anyway. So whatever's coming out is yeah. just, you know. I see a lot of editing of so, um, in our future. <laughs> My favorite type. <laughs> Listener, when we get tired, we say so, um, or like there's a lot of pauses and then in editing, it takes like twice as long because we have to edit out a lot of that stuff. So you guys don't get bored of us. <laughs> but to be fair, we've also learned how to like visually identify it, which is hilarious. Yes. Which so we, we do can identify so the, the tone of our voice. <laughs> when we so we know exactly where they are we can just look at the audio file and it totally tells us it's kind of fun becomes a game you know it's like where's waldo <laughs> where's the so um <laughs> yeah exactly um there it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> with that though i can get us yeah so kirsten <laughs> let's do it let's do okay. it so this is great scientific news, which I feel like we we do a lot of good news around science, but it's our background and I can't help it. So I found this like right away and was like, this needs to be included. Yeah. So the United Nations has recently reported and shown through their own research, do your own research, that the hole in the ozone layer should be on track to fully heal by 2066. And if you don't know what the ozone layer, this is what shields our planet Earth from harmful radiation and ultraviolet rays from the sun. So this is a very important thing. Uh, if you already get burnt as it is, imagine what it would be like without the ozone layer. So just, you know, a thousand times that Yeah, experience. the sunburn would be astronomical. It would <laughs> be awful. So the um, assessment of the layer had been performed pretty much every four years since the world's nations agreed to stop using what's called CFCs or chlorofluorocarbons. These are ozone destroying chemicals and the new report, while it's still progressing slowly, it's just a healing process. It's going to be slow, but the ozone is getting better uh, and will be fully healed aside from the poles by 2040 and the poles are set to be healed by 2066. So we'll have a full, fully healed ozone by that point, but of course there'll be little milestones in between. Uh, the Guardians, which is the ones who put out this article, reported in 1987 that nations signed what's called the Montreal Protocol, which eliminated 99% of those CFCs, many of which were used as refrigerants. And there's a scientist at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration named David Fahey, and he led the author of the new assignment describing the protocol as the most successful environmental treaty in history, which I would say is pretty big considering we now have a trajectory in place for the full healing of those in there. So yeah, good stuff. always a good thing. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I hope we stay on this track. You I know? hope so too. That's, I, I, that's the big part is just like keeping everything yeah. improving. I think the next thing to tackle, which is the hardest one, the one that we've been working on, you know, on and off for a bit are the greenhouse gases and like the greenhouse yeah. effect that just really continues to 
warm the planet. And of course, everybody's got like their opinions on the science and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the reality is what it is. So we're working our hardest to maintain the planet we live on because she's all we got right now. So <laughs> true, true. Um, our next bit of good news comes from New Orleans. Now, I am not a parent. However, I have parents, as <laughs> many of us do. No. God, you would never know. Uh, but sometimes that parents turns into a parent. And you've got a lot of single parents who are just trying to make it and make ends meet. And it can be a really tough world out there, even if you've got two on board. Well, there is a woman uh, named Kiana Q. Rowe in New Orleans. And she also knows uh, that single moms often go without in order to make sure their kids have everything that they need. It's just kind of something that happens to parent. Try to be selfless. Make sure your kids have what they've got. Um and don't have to worry about where it's coming from. Uh, she herself was a single mother of five and used to oversee eight Walmart stores in the area of New Orleans. One day came up with the idea to kind of connect with the single moms in the area that were dealing with similar issues that she had experienced and start displaying presents to them or special gifts or special ways to help them out in their time of need. That way, You know, they don't have to, again, worry about where it's coming from, don't have to worry about whether their kids are going to get what they need. And it actually ended up being kind of like a nomination process where friends were invited to nominate their friends who were in, you know, touchy situations that needed a little bit of help. And now those presents are being distributed, not just in New Orleans, Louisiana area, it's Kansas and Texas and anywhere there's a local Walmart that they can distribute these gifts in. So really fantastic, uh, a really great initiative to help those that need it. And I think that um, that's just really nice. That's just a really kind gesture, especially when you've gone through something like that yourself to give back. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially um, around the holidays, like moms are usually the ones doing the shopping. Absolutely. Um, So it's nice to have somebody looking out for them yeah yeah that's a big thing it's a community that comes together but um totally totally that's all i have for good news so i guess let's uh let's talk about some rocks <laughs> rocks all Ooh. right it's not a rock it's a boulder. oh my gosh <laughs> i love the title <laughs> um so let's see here so we're talking about crystals um and for those who are not familiar with crystals i was not really before i started this episode um so crystals are different combinations of minerals um and they are said to help purify balance and realign um our bio energetic system wow that's Um, a mouthful (laughs) and before i i mean it's not like they don't they don't teach you in school like what the bio energetic system is it's not really i mean it's not an official like medical system Mm -hmm. but it's basically the article said it's like they act like tuning forks you know they help bring harmony to the quote-unquote very unstable energy field of the human body Hmm. um so put to put it a little bit more simply crystal healing involves using gemstones to bring balance to an individual's life and mind if you're into that you know, you kind of have to put a little bit of faith in this in order true. for it to work. True, true. But um, 
<clears throat> the proposed healing benefits of crystals predominantly surround areas of mental well-being, including feelings of increased tranquility, positivity, and focus, as well as enhanced immunity and natural pain relief. Put simply, crystal healing involves using gemstones to bring balance to an individual's life and mind. Healing benefits of crystals predominantly surround areas of mental well-being, including feelings of increased tranquility, positive, positivity, and focus, as well as enhanced immunity and natural pain relief. Nice. So we'll talk about that as we continue on. Um, but basically, this is more like in your feelings as opposed to like if you get a cut and you rub some quartz on it i really don't think that it'll do a whole lot <laughs> I don't think so um but this is about improving like your mental well-being so which is great internal to work on the external that's exactly yeah so individual crystals are also known to have their own special energies that can align to different areas of your life with their shape or color as well as their type affecting their influence and we'll get into that more as well um, just a fun little tidbit, um, Adele really <laughs> is into crystals, which is very interesting um, to me because she doesn't come off as like somebody who's very like frou-frou. She's very like straight up, you know, sure. she doesn't. Yeah. Um, but I guess she's been, she has struggled with stage fright. So she has oh. crystals to calm her nerves before she goes on stage. That's so nice. Yes, I, I thought so. <laughs> I guess it does. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. It seems like it. She has a show in <laughs> Vegas that seems to be doing pretty good. So, um, so a little bit of history behind crystals. Um, archaeological finds show that amber, the gemstone, um, was used for protection and well-being as far back as ten thousand years ago in the UK. Do you know what amber is? Uh, not really. This is Do really you? fun. So. Okay. It, so if you go to like uh, different gym shows, which, hi, I'm Kirsten, I go to gym shows, um, or we have at least in the past. So Ember is stuff that you can see. You know how you see like those uh, lollipops, for example, with like bugs stuck in them and they're like transistor. So yeah. Ember is kind of like that where it can hold and essentially fossilize whole creatures or whole elements. Mm -hmm. So you can often find things like plants or even bugs and things stuck in amber or large amber deposits, which cool. is really, really cool. And they're very pretty and really translucent. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> very thank you. Fun. Thank you. Yeah. Obviously, Kirsten is the expert. I know um, <laughs> she knows she knows more than I do in terms of like the actual stones and stuff. But we're just going to work. We're doing it together. This yeah, could that's be good. why we're a team. Yeah, that's it. So um. Let's see. So records from ancient summer, Sumner, summer show that crystals were used for prosperity and health. Nice. And in Egypt, they use multiple different um, gemstones and crystals for medicinal and ritual purposes. Some of the more popular ones were turquoise, emerald, and quartz. Um, there's a couple of other ones in there that I cannot pronounce, so we're not going to oh. say that. We're not going to do those. <laughs> you you can do it if you want. Okay. <laughs> if you can. Lapis lazuli and chameleon. Okay. Carnelian is like a really pretty, like I think it's red, like red carnelian. Lapis lazuli is a really pretty blue stone. Nice. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and then according to the article as well, um, Leonardo da Vinci reportedly kept a gemstone on his desk claiming that amethyst dispels evil thoughts and speeds up thinking. Amethyst is good. I have a chunk of amethyst on my desk right now. <laughs> nice. You and Leonardo da Vinci. Cool. <laughs> We're so, twinning. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> <clears throat> So one common belief is that crystals interact with the body's energy fields, um, also known as like vibrational energy. The idea is that crystals can redirect and rechannel the energy flow with their unique energetic vibrations, helping to unblock areas of the body or energy field that have become quote unquote stuck. Um, so the crystals act as a way to redirect electricity in the body. So what I thought was interesting in this article is they kind of give examples of how we use electricity to help heal the body mm -hmm. um in like modern medicine um and one of those there's two that i'm familiar with kirsten chime in obviously um but radio frequency ablation i actually have patients now that get that done quite frequently mm -hmm. um and it's typically like if you have a nerve in your back or something that is um being triggered because of like a bulging disc they can actually like use electricity to kind of like fry it basically yes. so you no longer have pain instead of having to do like a super invasive back surgery or whatever mm -hmm. so that I, that one's pretty useful and then the transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation or tens mm -hmm. that i actually used in college during swim team because um my elbow and the muscles and tendons around my elbow were um, getting kind of worn out by the time junior year rolled around. Yeah. So I would go to the like trainer and she would put that on um, nice. to help me. So um, that was, those, those are two that I know of. Um, the other ones that are listed here are electronic muscle stimulation and then transcranial magnetic stimulation. Transcranial so, sounds like your head, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not quite sure. I mean, um, I the other one I'm assuming is just kind of like a more aggressive tens unit because I'm pretty sure that is just targeting something different than the tens unit. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not quite sure either. Um, so the electric current that we're using in these particular um treatments are mm -hmm. not are more significant than anything you could get from crystals mm -hmm. um so com compared to these therapies any frequency a crystal might emit would be infinitesimal is what yeah. the article says yeah. so yeah. i mean there could be in theory there could be some benefits um we'll talk a little bit more there's a couple of really cool facts i'm excited to talk about but for the most part we're not using this in modern medicine obviously yeah it would just seem like the other ones are so concentrated so it would i'm not sure i'm i know that there's I'm, i don't know if you go into it or not but i know that there are like certain decibels that they do exert and they've been able to like track those and like record them but i guarantee yeah. it's nothing as concentrated as like a tens unit directly right. on your nerves like that's exactly a little different exactly. right it's not yeah it's not as concentrated exactly right. yeah so there were a couple of different studies done that prove that there are there is electricity in crystals that you can harness which is 
So two brother, two researchers, which happened to be brothers, Pierre and Jack Curie, and you might recognize the name Curie from our lovely female chemist, Marie Curie. Mm -hmm. um, and Pierre was actually her husband. Amazing. I know. And Jack yeah. was her brother-in-law. So, so in 1880, they found that changing the temperature of crystals and putting them under pressure could create electricity. So we know that there's some kind of like magnetic mm. electrical field that is possible with crystals. Um, <clears throat> and this is known as the piezoelectric effect. That was um, good. And Look at that. Thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. Thank you. I practiced. Um, <laughs> it's used in technology like microphones, quartz watches, inkjet printers, printers, sonar, and medical implants. Amazing. That really is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So the work of the brothers um, suggested that holding crystals may have a minor effect on the body's energy level, but there was no... So the, the debate is not whether they have the electrical field, it's just whether or not they have a healing effect because the concentration, like we were talking about a few mm -hmm. minutes ago, is not significant enough. Concentration and maybe environment, because the other thing is sometimes... For example, they have things like worry stones, which isn't a specific stone. It's just a specific shape of stone. And they often have indents for you to like rub your thumb in it, but it eventually creates heat. And the idea is to also like focus you when you're like worrying on the stone or like rubbing it between your hands, but there's like friction and heat and you're putting it in a different environment. So perhaps that would also kind of change sure. uh, its effectiveness to say, um, in, in this case, they're literally putting them through a pressurized, like, yeah, high I am, heat I, environment. In my brain, yeah. I imagine it being like turning carbon into diamonds, like right. that kind of thing. And right. I feel like that's really intense. It is really intense. Um, so definitely, I mean, like you said, crystals definitely have it. It's just what environment are we using it in? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so another study um, done by C.C. French on crystals was presented at two international conferences in 1999 and 2001, but never published in a peer-reviewed journal. The study, 80, in the study, 80 volunteers were given either real or fake crystals, and six participants reported feeling absolutely nothing, and the rest reported feeling a change in energy. So basically, they were given placebos it was a, bl a double blind study i'm assuming mm -hmm. um and at least at least the the people in the study didn't know if they were getting a placebo or a real crystal basically the placebo effect was in effect mm -hmm. in this right. particular scenario people thought that they had a crystal and reported changes even though that was fake and that's the placebo so, effect for the listener who doesn't know what a placebo is. Yes. You're, yeah. You're you're not you don't know that you don't have something that's not made for that purpose. So there's also like medicine placebos where they give you like a sugar tablet instead of the medicine and they test whether you feel different or not in a positive or negative yeah. way with the placebo and that tells us whether it's the medicine or whether it's just your brain. <laughs> and they do this in in scientific studies, not in yes. real life. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> you are getting your drugs when you go to the pharmacy. Don't. That's a good clarification. Think that you're not. <laughs> yes. Um. <clears throat> so, this is 
interesting to me as well because there's a huge argument and i saw articles about so there's this whole thing with the electric electrical um properties but also i think the placebo effect plays a really large role in crystal science i guess or crystal healing um because if you're mentally telling yourself oh i'm gonna get better because of this particular gemstone that i have sitting on my desk Mm -hmm. then there's a really high chance that you're gonna get better you know so i think i am not saying i'm not debunking anything if you fully believe in all of your heart about crystals then do that um we i i respect that but Mm -hmm. also i think i think that there's a lot people put on crystals that is not necessarily true that's fair is that fair i don't personally i don't personally buy into it as much as some people do that's totally i mean everybody's got their own experience and their own you know, thought process on things like this. And it is so abstract that I kind of feel like it lends itself to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at least personally, I do, I don't necessarily subscribe to all of the pieces. I think uh, the one thing I would say is it's often grounding to hold something in your hand, even if it's not a crystal, but you know, I have a couple of spheres on my desk, for example, and if I'm really feeling overwhelmed, it's not necessarily you know, my flower agate sphere that's making me feel better, but having it in my hands and feeling something solid and focusing, using that as a focus point, that is sometimes therapeutic and getting into a meditative state where you can feel, you know, more at peace, your your mind is cleared. But again, is it the flower uh, agate or is it the practice of meditating with a solid focus point? Could be either. Right. 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 Um, one, I can share one experience though that is a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> at least know. one. Tell us. So the one stone that I have encountered more frequently that does seem to do things <laughs> is something. Oh my god, your cat! <laughs> I know he scared the shit out of me. He just jumped on the back of my chair. Uh, Listener, this All is right. what happens when you when you record with cats in the house. Um, so there is a stone called labradorite. It's very pretty. Uh, it has kind of like a blue reflect in it. Um, and it comes, you can get it in many different shapes and sizes. So we were in Maryland at the time and I didn't really know what the properties of this stone were or what the assumed properties might be, like what it's expected to do for you. Uh, so I had purchased a pair of earrings uh, with the labradorite in them, uh, and around the same time frame, we received word that we were going to be moving to Florida uh, for our PCS season. So on one hand, we were like, oh, well, that's kind of, that's nice, whatever. But after looking into it and hearing some of my friends talk about their labradorite experiences, as soon as they received the stone, a huge change happened in their life. So I did some more research, found out that it's actually tied to large changes, sometimes changes you don't expect, but sometimes it's kind of along the lines Mm -hmm. of something you would expect. And we were thinking of that we were going to be moving soon, just because that's what happens in the military, but we did not expect to be moving all the way to Florida. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Um, But knowing that, 
after we got to Florida, we went gin shopping with my mom when they came to visit us and not even thinking, I picked up this beautiful tower Labradorite. I just happened to catch my eye and I was like, this is gorgeous. I have to add this to my collection. Not even a couple of months later, we took a hot fill order to Rhode Island. Yeah. In the middle of our <laughs> Florida tour. So is it happenstance? Maybe. Do you mentally just attribute the change now that you know that it's supposed to make changes happen once it's acquired? Sure. But that one was a little unexpected. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... <laughs> yeah, so, and it was, you know, it was a bigger stone and, you know, apparently the the size can also determine the change. There's lots of different things that could... Size matters <laughs> when it comes to gemstones. Specifically gemstones. <laughs> so, that's right. I just wanted to share that because again, like the concentration with the sphere example, it's just meditative for me. It's nice to have that concentration point. But apparently if you encounter Labradorite, all I'm saying is be prepared for a change. <laughs> That's right. It's a good warning. I like it. Uh, and with that warning, we should probably take a break. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a break. We'll get into more stuff, more crystals and all that stuff after the break. Do you hate a quiet house? Are you tired of listening to the office in the background while doing the dishes? Then you need mediocre content. Listen to us giggle and rant about meaningless topics in the comfort of your own home. Put us on in the background while cleaning your house, cooking, or even vacuuming. We promise you won't miss anything important. And you can always listen again. Choose mediocre content for your background noise. Okay, so now we're going to talk about crystal types. And this is a very small list. There's many types of crystals. I don't even think the ones that Kirsten has talked about are even in this list. Obviously, <laughs> these are just like the big ones, the ones that I think are the most popular. So we'll start with Jade. Jade is a green crystal. Um, it's I personally like it. I think it's very beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, it has health properties and specifically it is known for longevity, purity, fertility, wisdom, and peace. Nice. Um, a practical use for this particular one that a lot of people, um, a lot of people really use it for are the face rollers you know to apply mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. serums and stuff to your face and help with like inflammation and then the how do you pronounce this all the little influencers on TikTok use this it's like a gua sha oh. and it's um it helps like drain your lymphatic system in your face to kind of help de um depuff or decrease inflammation in your face hmm. um spelled g-u-a-s-h-a okay and it's right. an old um asian therapy i guess that makes sense jade is yeah. very popular there yeah the next one is rose quartz um <laughs> most known for its love properties um specifically it is used for love relationships friendships fertility and recovery um very it's very popular rose quartz i think is probably the the most popular i would venture to say um <clears throat> and it's used to replace negative energy and help increase fertility very nice uh turquoise is for protection the article that i um 
used for this. Um, they said people in the city should use this because mm -hmm. it helps um, enhance immune system and protect against pollutants or external influences. Oh, um, but its main properties are protection, friendship, love, balance, wisdom, and purification. Nice. That what that's really. I didn't know that part about the city yeah. living. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, and then clear quartz is known for healing, um, psychic abilities and energy. It is believed to be the bridge between the conscious and unconscious mind. Mm -hmm. um, and it helps regulate negative energy and boost internal strength. And it can be a so source of support. Nice. I There's one thing, uh, if you don't mind, the one thing that I want to add to all of this in mm -hmm. terms of like, their functionality and things like that. The one thing that I think a lot of people don't know is, and I don't necessarily practice this, it's just something I have a knowledge base of because of friends who have practiced this. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you have crystals or you're introducing a new crystal to your flock or over time you're experiencing, let's say you're using your rose quartz a lot and it's constantly with you or constantly, you know, feeding on the energy or mixing with your energy there's two things that you want to be aware of one it needs to be purified and two it needs to be charged purifying is in salt and charging is under direct moonlight so i just kind of want to throw that out there apparently the best results can be found if you are properly purifying and charging your crystals regularly just a little side so note. I have a question about the salt. Sure. So do, do you just dunk it in a thing mm -hmm. of salt? That's okay. my understanding is just submerged in the salt so it can purify and then you charge it. How long? Um, I think, I don't know how long my friend did it. It's kind of like a 24 hour thing or a night okay. kind of thing. I think it just depends. It depends on potentially the size, depends on how much you've been using it, uh, depends on the type there's lots of okay. different factors. So if you're really into it and you really kind of want to get into that methodical practice, I would suggest looking it up for the specific stone because you also have to be careful. Some stones are super brittle and super soft. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there's certain capacities that it can withstand <laughs> before mm -hmm. it kind of crumbles. So just be aware, not all of the stones are made equally. Definitely do, again, do your own research, make sure you're treating it properly but um, those are the generic tools to use for that. Interesting. I love yeah. that. Yeah. It's giving like witchy vibes and I'm here for it. <laughs> With your it lavender so and sage. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it so much. Okay. It's nice. All right. So one would ask, you know, how do you choose which gemstone or crystal is right for you? Sure. And my answer to that is go with your gut. You will be drawn to mm -hmm. what you need. It's true. It's very true. Yes. Um, and apparently Kirsten needed a lot of change with that lavenderite. <laughs> the universe was like, she needs to shake it up. Which and is so that's funny. That's exactly what happened. For an anxious person in the world is just like, you know what? <laughs> Let's just sprinkle a little bit more. Um... Add a little bit of spice. <laughs> oh, it was spicy, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be careful so, out there. <laughs> yeah. So go with your gut. Obviously, if you um if you want to do a little bit of research ahead of time and see like what mm -hmm. ones are kind of um like which 
crystals you are drawn to based on like what they do that to that's totally fine as well um or you can just go to like a mm -hmm. gym market or you know like your yeah. local eclectic mm -hmm. you know gym stone store yep. and uh just pick yeah also be aware in those gym stores uh in your research be sure that you know the difference between a few and also be able to tell fakes apart unfortunately you know you've got the placebo effects or whatever but you also don't want to be paying full price for a fake stone especially True. if you're going out of your way to do the research. So for one little example is uh, not that this is fake. Opalite is not the same as Moonstone and they will sometimes try to sell it because they look similar, mm -hmm. but Opalite is a glass and Moonstone is the actual like color changing kind of frosty looking stone. So just be careful. Moonstone your... sounds so nice. Oh, I it's kind of... so beautiful. I want that. <laughs> it's I want it now. And don't <laughs> don't get me wrong. Opalite is a gorgeous stone also. It also mm -hmm. has these beautiful like prism reflex in it, but they Ooh. are not the same. And we've been to an actual um, like a gym uh, function where there's like, it's just all gemstones and jewelry. Mm -hmm. um, and they were selling Opalite as Moonstone and trying to mm. charge full price for for a moonstone when it was just not so just again feel confident do the research and make sure you can tell what you're looking at and if it's real or not totally totally good advice kirsten yeah very nice thank it's you. expensive you know it is you're right <laughs> so... okay so some generic tips in addition to that the darker the color of the stone or crystal usually means that it's good for safeguarding so generally black is for protection brown is for cleansing white is for purity green is for calm um pink is for love aka the rose quartz <laughs> and then um red for energy and yellow for wealth nice so nice. just keep that in mind generally so mm -hmm. I think I find that very helpful just because yes. I don't know all the individual stones and all the and like what they do. So if I just go and mm -hmm. be like, oh, well, I like this one and I think mm -hmm. it's pretty, then I can kind of have an idea of like what I'm getting into. That's excellent advice. Um, and funny enough, if you'd like to know more about the flower agate <laughs> sphere, it, yes. is, it is brown and white. So it is technically good for cleansing and purity and grounding properties so i love it do you know what we should do mm. we should like since we're doing this we should just like gift each other crystals <laughs> from now on that's like, perfectly that'll fine. be that'll be our our thing now okay i'm fine with that i have plenty to provide <laughs> <laughs> some other characteristics to look out for is um if it's round it's emitting energy equally around the entire sphere i mm -hmm. guess it yeah. is a sphere yep mm -hmm. um and then if it's pointed the mm -hmm. pointed end directs energy in whatever way that it is so like if you mm -hmm. point it at yourself mm -hmm. you are getting whatever energy pro properties that the stone provides um if they're both if both ends are pointed then you are getting it's going in both directions perfect so. yep and it's positive energy in or negative energy out, just depending on the properties of the crystal. Perfect. Now, after you know all of these things about crystals, how do I use them and where do I keep them? Well, 
Great questions. Well, <laughs> from what I can tell, based on the research that I did, you can just set them on your desk and it's fine. <laughs> that is what Kirsten does. That is what I do. <laughs> um, or you can get a professional healer, which is interesting because that's what I thought I was, but I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> Nurse. <laughs> a professional healer, They and they can put the crystals like on your chakra points and if you've ever taken a yoga class you might know a little bit about like what your chakra points are um just a quick overview for those who don't know you have your crown which is the top of your head you have your third eye which is right in the middle of your forehead you have and i'm like acting these out as if they can see me but as, they can't i, I can and it's see fine. You. you're looking um, great <laughs> and then you have your throat which is another chakra point um your heart your solar plexus, which I think is kind of like either where your diaphragm is or your yeah. sternum mm -hmm. almost. Yes. Um, and then your sacral point and then your root chakra, which is like right on the base of your bottom. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> right where I need it to be. Exactly. <laughs> so um, your professional healer can create an electric field almost with the crystals and kind of readjust mm -hmm. your energy. Um, and so that's for professionals. For those of us who are at home just buying the pretty rocks, <laughs> um, you can um, basically you can just you're you're told to like have an affirmation and like a, you're supposed to know like what you want the energy to go towards. Mm -hmm. So um, you have to um, set an intention for your crystal. It's recommended that you do. And then you have a mantra and you can sit and hold your crystal in like a meditative state, um, like Kirsten was kind of talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of brings, grounds you and then focuses on your goal. And then that is how you like harness the energy. Um, and then you can just have them, like I said, lying around um, and it helps you kind of focus the energy in that room or whatever. And they're pretty. And they're pretty. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if nothing else, they're gorgeous. Also, if you don't know what your intention is, and this is like new for you all around, the recommendation for me would just be get a clear quartz crystal and just kind of hang around with it for a while. Sometimes even if you don't know what your intention is, an intention can come to you or you'll like be in the middle of potentially a stressful situation and you reach out for whatever you have on your desk or around you. And sometimes that is the intention to just reach out and have that focus point. So don't feel overwhelmed. <laughs> it's, it is, after all, just a really pretty rock and it is designed to just kind of help you center yourself and sometimes get a little help from it if it can be helpful. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Kirsten, if you don't mind letting letting us know, what is what what crystals do you have? Like what's your collection? Uh so I have aquamarine, I do have the lavenderite. I have not bought any since because heaven knows I don't need change right now. Um I do have the flower agate, I have smoky quartz, um let's see, I have adventurine, which is a really pretty uh purpley and green stone or it can be uh sometimes it's just green uh tiger's eye tiger's eye is a great one for protection i actually bought one for my friend um 
and she had a pyramid, which a pyramid has a single point. So it was negative energy out and it was strictly for protection. Um, I'm not really sure what it was protecting her from, but you know, that's for her to decide. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Rose quartz and amethyst. So I kind of have a little bit of an array of, okay. of things. Um, I do have a clear quartz, but I don't, I don't really use that. Also, fun thing to do. I mean, it's quartz usually. But another fun thing, if you just want something to do, you can buy geodes or sometimes find geode rocks. And if you split them open, they have all the beautiful, like, sparkly crystals oh, yeah. inside. I have mm -hmm. a half of it over here that we did end up splitting. And it was, like, really amazing. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Do you so do you buy yours specifically on how pretty it is or do you um <laughs> look it up beforehand? It is a mixture. Okay. <laughs> um there's a a place that I found on TikTok. I think it's called Sugar Cove. We're not sponsored by them. Um but they do uh sell crystals of pretty much all shapes and sizes and even sometimes carvings so you can you know when you were a kid and used to find like the crystal animal carvings like the elephants or something yeah. like that so yeah. they sell similar similar things to that but um i think they're in the uk i've purchased a few things from them the spheres specifically and they mm -hmm. are excellent quality Cool. Um, and on that note, it is strictly me looking through their stuff and being like, oh, this is really nice. I haven't seen this before. Or, oh, yeah. I'd love to have this piece. Um, but if we're going to like a gym show, that has to have some kind of intention because number one, it's usually massive and mm -hmm. you have tons to look at and it can be really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, so it's good to have an idea of what you would be looking for. Sometimes sure. things just jump out at you and you're like, I got to have that. And that's fine. I actually got ember earrings <laughs> in that oh, way. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other times it's good to have like maybe since it's so large you have a set of items that you'd like to like replenish or like to add to your collection for sure and anything else is just kind of like eh, it's all right yeah I could, be a, I could get it or i could not and i'd be fine okay yeah cool. so mix it's kind of a mix i like pretty rocks i don't have any pretty rocks but now i'm I gonna change want, it so. i know <laughs> just you wait <laughs> here for it you did actually give me a necklace one time i don't think it was i don't know if it was real or not probably um, not i'm gonna be honest with you yeah no that's <laughs> fine um it had like a blue mm. crystal in it i don't you know plastic mm -hmm. um yeah. yeah exactly but it was supposed to be for stress relief which i was like oh that's nice <laughs> i still have it and it's a cute necklace and i wear it a lot i was gonna um, say when did i give that to you i don't even remember I, it was actually. like three christmases ago I oh think, my god or something like that i don't know <laughs> don't you worry i will set you up <laughs> okay it'll be good um yeah anything so, else well, I just want to remind everyone that although this can be like there's it's overwhelming almost the amount oh, of yeah. information that you can get on crystals and gems and like, mm -hmm. you know, the healing powers of all that stuff. And so just have fun with it. You yes. know, if you like the pretty rock, yes. then just get the pretty rock. Just get it. It's fine. <laughs> also, just a side note, do your own research on this. Every birthday has their own stone and every star True. sign also has their own stone. So Correct. maybe start there, you know, see yeah. what yours is. Maybe get something to represent both. That could be fun. Totally. I totally. think I might do that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think that's all I have today. Awesome. Um, that wraps it up for us. So um, feel free to send us an email with any questions, comments, or episode topic suggestions at mediocrecontentpodcast at gmail.com. 
or you can send us a tweet at mediocre squawks um or you can see us on instagram uh mm-hmm. we post memes there and <laughs> you know some fun things um and that is just mediocre content podcast um on instagram anything else with for you kirsten nope i guess we'll see you next week sounds good bye guys cheers, cheers.